Good evening, everyone. And after a bit of a break, welcome back to another session of Natural One Media. Uh, tonight, we return to our campaign, Dragon Mark Symphony, uh, DM by myself, Dylan. Uh, if you recall from last time, I don't know, I feel like everything was going pretty hunky-dory, don't you guys? Oh, absolutely. Uh, going well. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah sure. Going, doing good. I mean, you finally got the chance to uh, meet with the uh, enigmatic figure, uh, Matthias Caldrew, a seemingly well-known uh, wizard uh, in the city of Rote here, uh, who also had a major hand in the uh, resurrection of Set, one of our party members here. Uh, the group had sort of all traveled together to meet with Matthias uh, with the intention of trying to find out more information uh, about the recent death of Sandy Crodstock, a noted land baron uh, who has connections to Trist, uh, another seeming important figure uh, with a rather mysterious connection to set themselves. Uh, you had got the chance to finish up some of the shopping you had done, uh, and once it was over, you made your way over to Matthias's residence. Uh, and after a brief conversation with him, uh, Set attempted to impress him with a feat of magic. Uh, I succeeded in pr impressing him, I believe. In, uh, in order to... Listen. It, in order to <laughs> further the dialogue uh, and to keep the conversation flowing, uh, it was shortly after this that uh, both Set and Matthias noticed something happening outside of the, uh, outside of the window, um, looking out onto the city. Uh, just then, uh, everyone, including, uh, Dak, who was waiting outside, acting as a sort of observer or a guard, uh, keeping lookout, uh, everyone saw as a large, unidentifiable mass flew through the sky and slammed through the window, smashing it inward into the room, uh, destroying the large grand piano, um, next to the window, uh, and quickly revealing itself to be a seemingly dead body, uh, now laying, uh, in a crumpled heap, uh, with an arm outstretched and a hand, uh, gently holding a crumpled up little piece of parchment. And we pick up right from there. A dead body, ladies and gentlemen. Wowzers. <laughs> As the dust settles, the ringing sensation from the crash slowly fades from all of your ears, and you are able to come back to your senses as you see before you just this absolute mess of what was originally a beautiful piano that has been nearly split in half uh, with this body laying on top of it. Uh, Dak outside you uh see as many um uh, onlookers around you uh begin to panic and run uh nearby citizens point and shout they look up at looking up at the window uh you begin to hear the yelling of uh guards off in the distance uh people beginning to to take off into different buildings off to other side streets uh as panic begins to ensue cool I'm making my way back into, uh, into the apartment. You're going into the apartment? Yep. 
Uh, you run up to the front door and you open it, and you're almost thrown aside as several of the uh, the apartment's uh, residents uh, charge past you, running out in a in a fury, uh, holding bags, yelling, shouting, uh, just crying out. There's been an attack. Something's happened. Uh, running out into the street. Um, but um, the door is now open. Cool. I uh, make sure that I'm fully covered by the ready cloak I have. I make my way to where the apartment is. Okay. The rest of you inside the apartment. Uh, as you're, as everything goes back into focus, you see the piano and the body ahead of you, and you also see lying on the ground, uh, sort of wrapped up uh, in each other is uh, Set and Matthias laying face down on the ground. Their backs have a just a layer of soot and broken shards of glass over top of them. Uh, but from appearance, they don't appear to have been uh, severely hit by any of the glass. The rest of you, however, have very noticeable cuts and scratches across your faces, your arms, your legs. Uh, you feel the sting and the the tinge as blood uh, is starting to to run down your forearm. Um, your clothing is, you know, in, in some cases has been torn into just from the sheer force of the the glass shards raining down upon you. Um, you are you are not in good shape. I want to go to the dead body to see if I a make sure it's really dead and b try to diagnose what killed it if possible. All right, make a medicine check for me. Yeah, I'm ready for it. While he's doing that, I want to just look. I say while he's doing that, I would just want to quickly also look to see if it's someone we recognize, <laughs> at least I recognize. Uh, make a uh, investigation check. Okay. Don't have my dice with me, so I'll do this quick. Okay, cool. It's an ad 2026. Oh, Jesus Christ. Ooh. Here we go. That I'm was last roll. session. We can't have another one. <laughs> I rolled the digital dice for that one, too. Hey. Very good. Because uh, we have these nice dice with snowflakes. Uh, man, I hate to do this. It's such a good roll, too. Uh, Silva, you recognize this person, sort of. Uh, okay. male, thick black beard, uh, that is well trimmed at the bottom, uh, large protruding eyebrows, uh, nice, a uh, nice, like, really, really thick black hair as well to match the beard, um, but it's kept, like, trimmed really evenly, uh, you recognize this figure. You feel like you've seen them kind of walking around town a couple of times since you first came into the, the city of Rote here. Um, but you hadn't seen them recently, and you don't really know who they are or what it is that, they're, that they do. Oh, it appears to be a local fellow. Johannes. Or sorry, Nathaniel. Uh, with your medicine check, um, you check for a pulse, and there is. Uh, you check the wrist, 
check the base <laughs> jaw. Uh, no pulse to be found. Um, the body is now riddled with cuts, uh, scratches, lacerations. Um, the appendages are at uneven angles. Uh, feeling around, you sense a break in the left elbow. Uh, and you can also see that one of the legs has been broken over. Uh, the kneecap likely completely shattered. Uh, this body, again, is mangled. What is this uh, thing called? Yeah, bro! At this point, uh, set. <laughs> yes. Uh, you start to come to your senses, and you are face-to-face -face with, uh, a wooden floor. Uh, you feel disoriented and confused, uh, and you are, you have wrapped yourself up into this warm body next to you, uh, and you can't see anything that's going on right now, but you can just kind of hear, like, muffled sounds in the distance, people yelling, movement, shouting. Um, I'll immediately start to get up, uh, and then go, Matthias, are you okay? Yes. Oh, what, what in the world was that? What happened? Well, what, whatever, whatever we saw came through the window. Uh, and I'll, like, push myself up and try to upright myself to actually look at what actually came through. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, you bring yourself up, and you can now see, uh, you see Nathaniel sort of, uh, checking on the, the body itself. Uh, Silva is sort of eyeing it inquisitively as well. Uh, you recognize that it is, it is a body now laying on the piano. The window has been blown completely open. Glass everywhere. And we can clearly see that it has something in its hand, like outstretched. Yes, it it is just sort of laying out like this with the, the crumpled piece of paper sitting in the hand right there. Cool. I, I think as soon as I see that, I'll immediately go and grab that and see what it says. All right. So in roll 20... Uh, save. There should be a crumpled note added to your journal. You can choose to read it to the rest of the party if you'd like, or you can keep it to yourself. Um, yeah, I'll just, I like scan over it a handful decisions, of Decisions, decisions. <laughs> well, this may change things. Um, and just real quickly do a quick scanner. How, how, how is everyone? What, are you guys okay? I've been better. Been a lot better. <laughs> yeah, that was... 
fair amount of like it's like brushing like glass and like yeah like fairly bloodied off my... yeah bloodied holding my arm hey dylan is the door locked uh at this point you are making your way up the stairs now um it's gonna take you about another minute or so to get up to where matthias's room is located Uh, how's Caspian doing? Uh, Caspian is he? He's still dead. standing Straight in up one dead. place. Uh, the uh, the the robes he had sort of put over himself uh, are slashed in some places. Uh, he, you see how he's he's sort of standing in one position, but his eyes are darting around the room. He is checking like several things at once. Um, uh, but he's he's standing upright. Um, I will hold the note out to him. What is this? What does it say? Uh, he takes it from your hand. He begins reading it. What do you make of it? I don't know what to make of that. I, I mean, I, I assume that last line is referring to the king? The leader? Sorry, whoever... what did the note say? God, I hope not. Sorry, what did the I, note that's say? That's the only thing that would make sense. Uh, it, it says, you know, he, he asked you to leave. I suggest you stay. Uh, the landlord agrees, whoever may that be. VC, north side of the city, ask for the tallest seats in the kingdom. And that's oh, what no, I was no. referring to, that last line. I'll go ahead and show that to all players. And signed by E. I can... I... Signed by E... Would I would I recognize the handwriting if I tried to look at it? Because I can only assume that I may possibly know who it comes from. So you leave. I suggest you North Make... of the city. Hmm. You would have no regular way of knowing who wrote this okay. or of recognizing this handwriting. So instead of a standard check, I want you to try to make a medium check for me. Okay. Well, get your chart out, bud. Oh no! Hey, first one in a while. Uh you can't die this early. He already he did. Apparently, going to the shadow early. realm. A boulder falls from the sky. <laughs> you can't. You can't say things like that because then I roll a forty-four. <laughs> hey. Oh, that's beautiful. 
Beautiful. I love it. Scared. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is perfect. Oh, oh fuck. Boy. I need That's to never good when he's excited. I need I am so y'all. I have been waiting for this since the end of last session. And let me tell you, <laughs> y'all are giving tops. me y'all are giving me gifts. We're feeding you. Y'all are feeding me good. I thought my birthday was in September, and yet here we are. Well, be careful, because acid reflux is no joke. <laughs> uh, no, it is not. Um, <laughs> set. Set. Uh, how do I die this time? <laughs> Fear overtakes you. Ah, lovely. Oh, great. Yay. You uh, make an attempt to rack your brain, reach out into the world to make any kind of connection, anything that's going to, in some way, help you in identifying who could have written this letter. The writing on the paper turns to red. Oh no. It begins to bleed. Oh no. You blink, you rub your eyes, and it's back to normal. But something else is happening now. You are looking around, and it's like the whole world is moving in slow motion. You raise your hand in front of your face, and it takes several seconds to do so. <laughs> For the rest of you, Set is standing there silently, uh, just staring at the note. You just golden experience wackery on him? Are you okay? When Johannes speaks to you, the words come out slow. They reverberate across the walls of the room. Are you okay? I'm going to walk up to you, Set, and like pat you on the back. I'm like, Set, are you okay? You didn't get banged up with a blast too bad, did you? It's just all very, very slow. Are you Everything, they're, they're being clowns about it, but everything is... Everything is happening in slow motion for you, including your own movements. And it feels like your thoughts as well. It's hard for you to quickly manifest ideas. It's like you're underwater, but everything about you is underwater. How you think, how you feel. Gotcha. Um, how you breathe, water. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, you know even for everything being slowed down, just slowly take a deep breath in. Just kind of clench and just extend the note back to Caspian. Okay. And just stay in, like, that very, like, clenched, kind of holding my breath and then like, just exhale. 
Caspian is going to take the note from you. We're going to do big dice. For you. Uh, the rest of you see he kind of focuses in, and you're, and you're starting to really recognize how Caspian seems to have this thing where occasionally he becomes just like a hawk, where he will just focus in on something and all of his attention shifts to that thing, whatever's happening in that moment. Um, mm -hmm. And you see it happen here, where it seems like all of his attention goes straight to set. And he sort of dips around. Um, he walks around, stands in front of set, uh, kind of bends down slightly so that he's face-to-face -face with you. Uh, and he says... Uh, in sort of a quieter voice, he says, I'm not going to touch you. I'm right here to let you know that you're okay. You are with friends. I won't touch you. I'm just right here if you need me. Just breathe. Inhale. Hold it for five seconds, then exhale. A really bad thing just happened, but you are going to be fine. Inhale, wait five seconds, and exhale. You are hearing this muffled, reverberated, and at half its speed. Uh, you feel your heart straining to beat faster than it currently is, but it can't. It's just going like... unnaturally slow. Um, I need you to make a constitution saving throw for me. You're going to add three because of Caspian assisting. Okay. You're subtracting one. Yes. I don't know. It's an enough. eight total. Eight. Uh, you inhale. Try to hold it exhale you still feel that that slowness and and you're really starting to feel now just like this aching this heaviness on your shoulders making it difficult for you to stand your vision is blurring as you see matthias next to you he's sort of moving away from you now towards the body uh, to investigate it himself. Uh, Matthias sort of leans over a bit, looks at the body for a solid seven or eight seconds, pops up and says, That's not good. Well, no, I would venture not. <laughs> Don't you all, and as he's saying this, he's, like, picking out shards of glass from his beard. Don't you all know who that is? No, I recognize seeing them in, within the city since we've been here, but I can't say that I know their name. Right, well, um, so, uh, that's the landlord. My landlord, specifically. Uh... And okay. he, of course, is the one who manages uh, these uh, 
these apartment suites, these residences, uh, and he is the one who usually has the key to all of these residences, which means that uh, whichever unfortunate soul has decided to remove uh, the landlord from the land of the living is in possession of the key to my residence. And I'll be honest, I don't like the sound of that. Well, I don't imagine anyone would. Um, I think at this point, Set is going to like just kind of sit down cross-legged and just really try to focus. Set, as you try to focus, your your attempt is shattered by this booming. The rest of you hear as Dak knocks on the door. Hmm. Well, is the door whoever's at the door, door does not appear to have the key, so at least we can potentially rule them out as the killer. What if they're working with them? Dak is actively trying to door, see if it's locked or anything. The door does not budge. Dak pulls out a crowbar. Just go. I will go look. Wait, does the door have like one of those peepholes? It does. Cool. Then Silva sees Dak with a crowbar about to like shove it into the crack. <laughs> yes, you do. I'll open the door. <laughs> I imagine that when the door opens, Dak's like committing. Like... So he like goes forward. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yeah. Um. Is, is everybody okay? Uh, Dak, good well, lord. Dak. Well, it's good to see you. Um, I've been better. At this point, Set has like put their hands over their ears, and it it's just like has just, their eyes closed. I was gonna say, I like the idea though that it just got there after this. <laughs> <laughs> um. It's just him in the background slowly doing this. Uh, yes. No, Set seems to be having some uh, mental troubles at the moment. And uh, uh, unfortunately, it looks like uh, Matthias is going to be uh, having a, a change of landlords. Um, as he decided to pay a visit to us through the window. As I'll kind of gesture over. That is a dead body. Correct. Indeed it is a very astute observation. Um, the, I, the arm should not be that direction. No, it should not. It possessed a note at one point. Uh, uh, I, uh, I apologize. Um, so, please. Uh, uh, well, like I said, it... It won't inevitably, whether you I prevented you from using the crowbar or not, I guess it's semi-moot at this point, given that there's a there's a a killer with a key to the to this room out there somewhere. Also, uh, there is pandemonium out in the um, in the streets. Um, well, I don't imagine I, nobody saw this. <laughs> I believe that the city guards um, who have been. Patrol in the area might come about and start asking questions. 
um, and we should, um, as uh, as Ralphus used to say, uh, we should boogie. Deck is right. We need to get out of here as soon as possible. We can't be seen here. Matthias, are you fit to travel? Uh, and Matthias says, Oh, I've I've got that. Fine, thank you. Don't don't uh, get yourselves into any trouble on Mike. Uh, hopefully we can meet again under better circumstances. Um, alright, this man's been sus as fuck. Uh, and he kind of points at the uh at the dead body. Do you need him for anything? Alright, this man's been sus as fuck. This is where I'm I'm pulling I'm pulling it out. <laughs> Pulling out the stops here. <laughs> what? Just because this, like, he wouldn't use his magic and shit like that. What are you looking to do? Uh. Ranger. Uh, so many fibers of my player being are telling me not to do this, but I feel like I just have to. Uh, the best ones. That's the best. He's thing. making me a wisdom saving throw. Okay. <laughs> As verbally, I will tell uh, him. I'll tell him. Jeez. Come, come along. You should. <laughs> Please, you should come along with us. It'll be of great help if you do. What are you casting exactly? I have charm person. <laughs> right, makes sense. Ah. Uh. Not a deadly spell in any means. <laughs> Just one where, unfortunately, if it fails, it's going to be a know. 24. Yeah, unfortunate. Uh, Matthias sort of blinks for a moment, goes, No. Miss, you're charming, but you're not that charming. And there's no need for that, honestly. I think all of you need to get somewhere safe as soon as possible. Your friend is right, the gods are going to be here any moment. They're not too kind either. Um, we should leave. I've been insulted. Oh, I apologize. Oh, wow. You're not the one who did it. Oh. <laughs> uh, Matthias is going to look down at Seth and say, Oh, aren't you the worst? Where? I appreciate you for saving my life, by the way. Not a lot of people do that as of late. Uh, he's going to wave his hand. And he's going to... Uh, he casts a restoration spell on you, and you feel that weight and that slowness is suddenly lifted off of you. The effect is jarring, but everything moves back into normal speed. Uh, the, the world sort of comes back into focus around you as you are uh, returned back to your regular state. Uh, look, look, I'm going to go. I appreciate that. Um... All right, we let's get going. Let's get going. Those. Flutter Excellent. out of the room. Uh, just kind of flutter out of the uh, room. Caspian. Uh, Caspian says yes. 
do feel free to uh, drop a message my way anytime. I'm sure we had a lot more that we needed to discuss. But perhaps now isn't the best time. Jean says, yes. Yes, you're right. Good luck. See you on the other side. Yes, yes, very well. Uh, Matthias clasps his hands together. Just a shot in the dark. Does anybody in this party know Counterspell? Um, um, we are level three. <laughs> Not yet. We are level three, Dylan. Uh, I don't know if you know this, Dylan, but Counterspell is not a second level spell listen sometimes you gotta check you never know uh well you all see as you all see as matthias clasp his hands together and in a streak of light and a disappears and is gone i mean i already left the room I left the room. Oh, you hear literally before, just before that happens. You hear all of you hear from downstairs, um, raised voices and somebody uh, shouting to somebody else. Upstairs, upstairs, third floor. It happened up there. Do I recognize and the, the sound of crashing footsteps uh, heading up the stairs? Okay, so we're on the third so, floor, right? That's thirty feet up. You are on the third floor. So <laughs> you'll be fine. Uh -oh. You have wings. Everyone, hang on. Here's what's going to happen. I would like you all to uh, divert your attention to the natural twenty page. Oh, uh -oh. roll twenty. As we are going to enter into the roll twenty page. Um, as we are going to enter into. Let me just drag this over. Boop. Oh, hey. oh boy. Whoa. A skill challenge. Uh look at look at this. So fancy. My carryover. Oh, I love these. These my, are my favorite. I love these. My carryover my carryovers from fourth edition remain. You taught me well, Marshall. You taught me well. They've expanded though. <laughs> to a real map. So it's a full pyramid scheme, gang. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you are currently at the scene of a crime, but, uh, and it sounds like uh, several armed guards might be rushing upstairs to figure out what in the world just happened. Uh oh! You need to get out of there. We are going to have what is referred to as a skill challenge. The way this works is that I will have all of you roll initiative in a moment. Uh, on each turn, you will be able to perform an action, which you will describe to me. Uh, you must perform an action using one of your available skills. Once you have used that skill, you cannot use it again on your next round. And the. Uh, the person following you cannot use that same skill as well. So if we start off with Set, and he does something involving an acrobatics check, then the person going after them cannot use acrobatics either. 
Uh, and Set cannot use that again until everyone has gone through a round. Cool. Makes sense. I'm ready. It also read my mind, so. Uh, what if we want to use spells? Actually, revision. I, I worded that incorrectly. Uh, the person after you is not able to use that same skill. Uh, you would not be able to use that skill in, in the following round because then you would just be using the same skill over and over. So, I, I misspoke that. Uh, so once you've used a skill, you yourself cannot use it anymore. Uh, and then the other, other party members, they can use that skill if they are not immediately following. Uh, what if we want to use a spell or a feature? That, depending on the nature of the spell or the feature, uh, with a spell, it may end up falling under an Arcana check. Uh, feature, depending on the nature of the feature, could fall under another skill entirely. Mm -hmm. Essentially, to clarify, usually how it, like I had usually yeah, utilized in the past, it's like one of those things where it's like, one way or another, you are ending up at a skill. If you want to use of like a, a class feature or something of the like, then you are, you know, essentially using some skill to achieve a greater use, one way or another, of that feature. Like you uh, can you cast a spell, but you. can you cast the right spell in the right place? And a quick arcana check will ensure that you can do that. That is usually the way that mm -hmm. I would it would be the, the thought would be utilized. Right. Yeah, the spell would influence the the skill. You would still make a skill check for it. Um so you see before you this little uh this little board I've set up. Uh so each time that you successfully complete a skill challenge, uh one of these golden squares will be added to the board. Each time someone fails, a red square will be added to the board. If you reach six golden squares, you will succeed outright and have successfully navigated the encounter. If you reach five red squares, not six, five, you will have disastrous results. Disastrous. Yes. Awesome. All right. Are we ready to begin? No. <laughs> as ready as we're going to be, I think. Everyone, roll initiative. Let's go. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Nine dude. for me. <laughs> A nine. All right. Twenty-one. All right, Johannes. So you gotta chill on these nat twenties. Plus for one I second. I can't. Twenty-one. The uh, D&D Beyond's upset. I haven't used it in a while, in a long time to sorry, roll dice. So, so what was your full initiative roll there? Uh, twenty-four. <laughs> I guess D&D Beyond's making it up to me uh, because I haven't used its dice in so long. 
it's like we swear we'll be better. Uh, or is this how it baits me? Thirteen. Thirteen. Deck, and then uh, Jade, if you are available. Yeah, I got five. Five. Okay. Dang. Lucky, lucky. Lucky, lucky. Uh, actually, it works out because I haven't a clue. So I can see everybody else. Caspian got a 10. <laughs> Our reaction to this whole scenario. Okay. So, our order is as follows. Silva, then Johannes, then Deck, then Caspian, then Set, and then Nathaniel. Oh! <laughs> and one more thing. This is a situation of great urgency, so... I was gonna say, the body also rolls initiative. <laughs> Every round, yeah, Love you that have thing. fifteen minutes to complete all of your actions. Oh man! If oh you do crap! That means I'm left with whatever people have minutes, left. If you do not oh. complete a round in those fifteen minutes, that is an automatic red token. Oh shit! Hey. Oof. Well, okay. Remind, re reminder, though, Jade is you're not. It's not whatever people have left. You only, at most, are unable to use two skills out of everyone in the game. So keep it. You're not. You're not down. You're not going to be down five skills by your turn. You're down only two at any time. No, no, no I, I know that. I'm saying for the, the for the timer. I have whatever whatever is oh. left. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so you either but you have all the time to think about. You have, yeah, you have all the time. This is true. I get all the time. I accept this trade-off. You're the last one to take the turn. So you are either blessed or cursed, depending on how quickly we can think. Right. So I'm kind of, I'm in one way or another. Soaks. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Does everybody understand the rules? All right. I think so. Everybody ready? No. Sure. That's what I like to hear. Silva, your time starts. All right. Now. Okay. First things first. The hallway. <laughs> I left because I left in disgust mm -hmm. after I was insulted. What's Correct. in this? What is this hallway? What am I looking uh, at? <laughs> at the moment, the hallway is empty. You hear noises from above and below, but right now the hallway you are in is barren. Okay. But like, 
is there like an a, like a window at the end of this hallway? Is it a long hallway? Yes, there is the uh, set of stairs leading up and down that you had taken to get up here. A uh, bit of a landing with several doors on the left and right, and on the far end there is a uh, small window. All right. Lines drawn, light shining through it. I have a better idea. I had an idea. Now I have a better idea. I'm gonna. Uh, so I'm gonna try to utilize. So within. Uh, so I'm gonna. Uh, how, about how far away is the window from me? About forty-five feet. All right. Well. Clock's ticking. Yeah, I know. You know what? We, it's technically, well, it's, I'm trying to remember what we ruled with magic missile and targeting objects in the past. This came up semi-recently. Looking to target the window? Yes. It's a magic missile. Problem is, like, my the idea of using an entire round to go there and thunder wave it was really a problem. <laughs> Just open it. You could do that too. That's even more of a problem because that requires two rounds worth of time. <laughs> but you'll be out. You're the fastest one to get out of here. The point is not to go out the window, my man. <laughs> <laughs> it's a diversion. <laughs> oh. I guess if anything, we can lay it up to the the Arcana check. I guess if we want to just utilize that. All right, we'll use the Arcana check because you are casting magic missile. What exactly are you looking to do? Wait, did I? Oh yeah, no, I did that already. So yes, I want to use the magic missile to blow the window out. Apparently, right, it always is three missiles, so I'm going to use all three missiles to blow the window out. Go for it. All right. So yes. So I do need to properly cast that. Okay, cool. All right. That was almost really close to really bad. All right, that's a seventeen. Nice. 17. 17 succeeds. You uh, quickly sort of whip around and you let out these three uh, small bolts of energy. Uh, they intertwine with each other and weave before they crash into the window. Um, are you looking for them to make a really heavy impact or do you just do you want Yes, you want I want it to be very audible. Shatter? No, I want it to be very audible. Okay. okay. They slam into the window and they smash it outward. You hear gasps from somewhere below. Um fingers crossed the glass didn't fall on anybody uh but it yeah. seems to have definitely gotten people's attention i mean i uh, hope that's going to be a success you know part of me hoping uh people didn't see the giant explosion of the building and be like i'm gonna stand under that <laughs> um uh that is quickly that is I, success yeah so i'm just you gonna now have one goal to yeah i'm just gonna quickly turn around all right now upstairs <laughs> Uh, Johannes, it is now your turn. Um, okay. So, I, I, I was in the room still, so I don't know if I saw, like, yes. you destroying uh, the... You saw Silva doubt outside, or dart out of the room, okay. um, and you just heard a, a smashing noise not long after. I'm gonna, like, rush to the door as much as I can walk, sort of, like, while I'm sort of injured. Um... Up the stairs. 
Is what Up I the also stairs. Said. I had also mentioned that. Would I have heard that? Yeah, you would. Okay. She's close enough to the door that you would have heard her call that out. Okay. Up the stairs. Um. Okay. I I don't know what you're thinking, Silva, but I'll trust you. Um. Can I use what could I use to get up the stairs? Maybe acrobatics. Well, that would help me are like you... maneuver nimbly. <laughs> are, are you trying to kind of get up the stairs really quickly, or? Yeah. What would three say? steps at a time. Three steps at a time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only true yeah, masters know how to do that. <laughs> Otherwise, I, I'll uh, actually. I could try to do. I, what if I do stealth? Because how I can hear. We can hear them coming up the stairs, right? Yeah, you you were hearing. You were all hearing footsteps. It seemed like that were starting to come up the stairs. Okay, I'm gonna use stealth to try to like get to the stairs and get up the stairs, um, like without really making noise, you know, so that they sort of go towards where the crash site was. All right, go ahead and roll that stealth check. Uh, uh. Oh, 12. <laughs> I had plus six, too. You, uh... What a shame. <laughs> you begin stealthing your way. You you exit out of the room. Uh sort of make your way around the landing and start heading up the stairs. And as you do, uh, your foot catches the, the lip, the, the edge of one of the steps, uh, and you trip for a moment, slamming down on your knee hard. Um, you don't hurt yourself too badly, but you do make a loud thunk noise <sighs> as you do so. Um, and you hear from down below somebody say, What was that? Uh... Oh, I'm sorry, but that is going to be a failure. I'm sorry. Marshall took all the nat 20s. <laughs> so left greedy. Us, left us with the garbage. Hey. Alright. Hey, my base Jack. roll was an 11 for that skill check, so you know okay. what? Okay, um, cool. Uh, this room, uh, is there a bed in here? There is a, not in this room, uh, but you surmise that there is a, a kitchen and a bedroom uh, that are both sort of leading off of this main room. Is there some a large piece of furniture with cloth on it? Yes, the couch uh, has a very lavish um, quilted uh, cloth that is like draped over it. Um, I'm going to look at everybody quickly point at it um and then cast demon fire to set it ablaze okay <laughs> okay um i'm either trying to... but it was gonna be demon it's gonna be old. i'm trying to make a diversion for them when they eventually get to this floor because they're gonna see the couch on fire and they're gonna need to put it out and they'll buy us a little Especially. bit more time. So I'm thinking right. our Deception or Arcana, since uh, it's now been a turn since uh, uh, since Silver uh, used it. Yeah, your, uh, your preference as far as it's which one of those fun. you want to use, both are viable. Uh, deception. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, no. <laughs> that is... Uh, that's 96. I got a natural one. 
I see that. Oh boy, <laughs> that is. I come oh, back fuck. to. Oh. 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 Um. Dad, yeah, he rolled you... high. That's never a good thing. You. Oh, this sucks. You. Uh... <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be real here. I don't know what the full intention was of setting the uh this quilt on fire, but I'll tell you what does happen instead. Yep. You go to cast your spell and you are rocked with this uh just this surge of anxiety. Uh and instead of great uh blistering fire, Relatable. you instead send out this large cone of cold. Uh ice freezing uh you see as this this frost descends down upon the quilt and the couch engulfing everything in ice uh and you feel like rain freeze uh as it like digs into your brain and behind your uh behind your eye um <laughs> and you feel that In this moment, you are extremely vulnerable to any type of cold or cold damage. Oh, in I'm fact, good. in fact, probably safe to say that for the next like week or so, you're gonna be feeling that vulnerability. Ah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that is I another just... red token. Uh, Fuck. But... Uh, I stumble out. <sighs> Uh, at the end and go towards the staircase. We're great at this game. Sorry, that <laughs> was, um... Let me oh, check. Yeah, that was, just, uh, you know, our ended up doing That was deception. Yeah. Okay. It didn't help in the end. Sure. Uh, yeah. Right. Caspian's turn. Save us, Caspian. Lord Caspian. Caspian? Prince Caspian. Uh, yes. Um... Can the timer be paused when it's cast? <laughs> uh, I can't pause sand. That's kind of the... the you can tilt it on its side. Idea. Yeah. How about you go faster than Dylan? <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll be nice. I've tilted it on its side. Um, <laughs> Caspian is going to... Let's see here. Get it at disposal. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh Caspian runs into the nearby kitchen, uh comes back out with a broom and starts uh erratically sweeping at the the dust and the uh the modules of glass and all all of this like this like fine layer of glass and dust and wood that has coated the floor uh and is also peppered with all of your footprints. Um, and he starts to sort of erratically sweep it so that it doesn't appear intentional that the footprints have been sort of swept away and it still appears as if it is just sort of a natural result of the window explosion. Uh, he is literally trying to cover your track. Uh, he is going to roll. I almost reached for a popcorn there. Uh, he's going to roll. <laughs> like, oh, this rolls really nicely. Where are the numbers? 
He is using a sleight of hand check on this one. He's not great at that. Dylan. That, so on my die, 19 and 1 are right next to each other. Uh, and he got a 19. Oh, okay. <laughs> Two net ones in a row. Uh, it's going to be very upset. Means, uh, 21 total. He passed. Cool. Uh, good job, fictional character. Uh, so <laughs> fictional okay. character with real back. consequences, mind you. Good, good work, me. Good work, me. Uh, <laughs> It's a fiction. It's an NPC with real cuts with player based consequences. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So he succeeds uh, in kind of covering up your tracks so that it is less apparent that uh, a large group of people were there, uh, and that means another gold token added to the board, evening it back up. Uh, all, all right, right. For two for two, baby. Uh, we're at, we're at two two, not two four two. Set. It is your turn, and time resumes. Okay, uh, I am basically going to do something very similar to what uh, Bennett did. I'm going to utilize stealth to okay. exit the room and get upstairs as silently as possible. All right, uh, roll that stealth check. Okay, that is going to be... Um, 18 minus 4. So, 14. 14. Uh, you follow right behind Johannes, uh, whipping around. So, you're, you're looking to head upstairs as well, then? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you follow in behind. You are actually able to just sort of, like, quietly weave through and up. Uh, and as you start sneaking your way up the stairs, you actually take Johannes and lift him back up into a standing position uh, as well. Uh, and silent, quieter than a feather, you just whisk your way off. Uh, you make your way up to the fourth floor uh, within uh, several seconds. Great. And that is a success. Oh. Let's go. Meanwhile, Let's as hope. this happens... The rest of you hear from down below as the sound of several pairs of footsteps reach the second floor, uh, barging around, uh, yelling out. Uh, you hear the sound of screams of yelling, uh, people running, uh, a door is thrown open somewhere. Uh, but yeah, it appears that uh, either the guards or somebody is on the floor below you now. One below us. Huh? Uh, Nathaniel, it is your turn. Okay. Uh, I am going to save her spotting. Make sure that this thing is taken uh, care of and they go to their place of trustness. So I am praying over this body. Kill all the Is that you're carrying it? No, 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 I'm praying for it. Alright, so which which skill are you using? Religion, if I could. Religion. Okay, go ahead and roll it. Oh, the rare religion roll. Yeah, I doubt anyone's going to use it. 21 total? What's religion going to do for us in a time like this? 
<laughs> We're looking for real everything. Uh, hey man, Nathaniel I got priorities too. <laughs> Nathaniel, as you um, you stop for a moment to pray over this body, uh, what type of prayer is it? It's a speed pray. I want to save passage to the afterlife. Okay, uh, you do feel sort of a, a sense of warmth uh, overcome you. Uh, and almost like the feeling that there's like a gentle hand on your shoulder for a moment before it's gone. Um, the landlord says you have one one month free. Uh, the landlord says, don't worry, this won't affect your security deposit. <laughs> you don't experience anything else happening in the room, um, but you feel that Something out there has heard your prayer and has accepted it. Uh, that will be considered a success. Then I'm gonna follow my okay. Yep, you will be able to do so. You're looking pretty good, y'all. Looking pretty good. Don't say that. Uh, <laughs> Why would you say and that? that? And that brings us much. to the top of the new round. Oh, uh, god, 15 minutes had not passed. So we so do you like shake it now to get it to go faster or how do you get that thing to reset <laughs> yeah you do no. like the trick where you just like spin it around really fast and it's no because what's happening right now is that as nathaniel finishes his prayer uh the rest of you hear look the louder footsteps as the people down below begin making their way up the next flight of stairs uh to meet you on the third floor uh, you hear a shout from down below that says, Whoever you are, don't move! Weapons down! And as they approach, the round begins again. So they're up here now? They are making, they are, they are heading up the stairway right now that leads up to the third floor. And we are already on the stairs up to the fourth. Uh, some, you and Johannes I. have made it onto the, st onto... Johannes is on the stairs leading to the fourth floor. You are on the fourth floor. Gotcha. Everyone else is still on the third floor. <laughs> yeah, no, some people decide, uh, tried to light a couch on fire, ended up freezing it, and then <laughs> the other one prayed. So uh, while I blew the window out. So we're really in a, really in a hot section here. Um, <clears throat> Well, excuse me, the guy who prayed got a success, so maybe, you know, take it down for the bitch. I yeah. still got stuff. <laughs> well, the problem is I'm definitely not bringing this body anywhere, so... Box ticking, Marshall. Oh, I can't Arcana anyway, so I shouldn't even be looking at my spell list. You can't uh... use religion, so don't even think about it. But you gotta pick one. You can Thanks. use your uh, skills within uh, within their uh, your spells within their skill. I use deception with my spell. Sure. Problem is not also not anything particularly being amazingly helpful at the moment. Um. So, are there any of the rooms like has anybody on this floor tried like coming out or moving or like running away? Your floor has remained silent. No Damn signs it. of activity. Damn people. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm just going to try to whisk myself up the stairs in flight. 
right. Utilize my winged advantage uh, with a skill that I am not proficient in. Nope. You know what? No. We'll see. What are we thinking? They haven't betrayed me. Uh, since I more have to like dodge and weave, I feel like acrobatics is going to make the most sense. Sure. Uh, where is that? Okay, that's all right. You haven't failed me yet. Let's find out. They almost failed me worse. They failed me, but not as bad as they almost did. What are we looking at? It's an 11. Uh, it was on yes, the one, there. and then it rolled over to the seven. So they failed me, but not as bad as they almost did. Uh, as you uh, you take off to begin flying up the stairs, uh, you round the corner sharply. Um, Should have went with this, just to be sure. And as you do so, you col- you find yourself colliding into the back of Johannes as he is beginning to continue his ascent up the stairs. Um, you smash into his back, and the two of you, uh, find yourselves rolling back down the stairs and collapsing back onto the third floor landing. Uh, that is a failure, uh, and you are now both lying in a pile on the floor, on the third floor, uh, just as the guards are making their way up towards the floor itself. Oh, Looney lonely Tunes. <laughs> Damn. Okay, is my turn now? It is your turn. At that moment, uh, <laughs> you see three guardsmen round their way up to the top of the stairs and whip around, uh, all of them wielding short swords. Uh, they look to you and Silva and the crippled heap and they say, You two, don't move. Stay where you are. What do you do? Blast. Um... <laughs> So I'm like lying on the ground. Could I, could I acrobatics to like boost up and quickly get up the stairs, or like try to keep moving up? I don't know if I could grab Silva at the time at the same time too. If we're like in a bundle, if I could like get us both up or something like that. I would say that if you're uh, doing athletics, it's at least a feat of strength. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say if you're also going to try and grab Silva and get get her up as well. Uh, then that would be more athletics than it would be acrobatics. Well, you can't do acrobatics anyway. He can't do acrobatics anyway. Right, because you just did acrobatics. I did. Oh, you just did. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Princess Carrie. (laughs) Yeah, I'm trying to... um... Oh, wait. (laughs) I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I'm going to use Persuasion. Oh, and as we're like lying, I'm gonna like pretend we're like on the floor. I'm gonna be like, they went out the window. Okay, okay. To try to get them to think that whoever was doing something, the attackers have attacked the window and leapt out to try to get them to go that way. Okay, we're back we to the window. We're back to the window strat. I like it. I like it. <laughs> so we have just a second. It's compounding. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Help each other. So, uh, uh, persuasion. Go ahead and make that persuasion roll. 16. Ooh. Nice. <laughs> uh, 
as the three soldiers are bearing down on you, uh, one of them calls down below and says, Captain, we have them here. Uh, the other two soldiers rushing towards you. You, uh, what is it exactly that you shout out to them as you point towards the window? They escaped. They went that way. The window. Who are they? Who's they? I don't know. We couldn't get a look at them. Hurry! <laughs> you two, with me! We're, uh, we're all he, robed and mysterious. <laughs> he, uh, he runs past you, uh, runs over to the window, uh, and looks out it. Everyone alright down there? Get back! You two, get back! Uh, the, t the two other guards uh, come towards you. One of them uh, helps you up onto your feet. The other one goes to Silva uh, and helps, helps you up as well. Um, and says, uh, you need to come with us. We need to go to the Citadel right away. Uh, that is a success. Go. Fortunately, we really... Really haven't avoided the, the the root of the thing that we were trying to avoid, which was just not being here when they showed up. Right. So the <laughs> the grand objective has yeah, really was... changed. I mean, oh. I feel like ultimately we would have been heading to the Citadel afterwards, Correct. just not the problem. Up is, this. Well, really, if anything, the person that is in the biggest trouble from being in the room still when they're showing up. <laughs> His Caspian. Yeah. Speaking of. Speaking of who's in the room. Uh, oh, wait. Yeah. Dak. <laughs> yeah. It's me. Okay. Cool. Um, so they're there. They're at the window. Um, I see that. Register the uh, things. Um, I'm going to try to use stealth to quietly close the door. So that if they do walk back, they don't peek in and see the disaster that's in there. Okay. Go ahead and uh, make a stealth check. See if you can close the door without them noticing. Got it. My They my are way... preoccupied with the window and with your uh, with your friends there. Uh, I'm thinking that uh, if, if we can get them back. Okay. 17. What's the matter? Yeah. I'll wait a little bit. Uh, you very quietly doors about closed. Turn the handle, and just as you're going to close it fully, it clicks shut. <laughs> they're about to be like it explodes <laughs> uh Silva and Johannes the guards that are tending to you their necks whip around like dogs looking back towards the doors one of them draws out his short sword again and says Get these two downstairs. I'll have a look. Uh, the one at the window is still sort of looking outward. Uh, and he, and uh -oh. he begins going to the other doors in the hallway. Uh, Ooh, a 17 and, doesn't cut you, huh? 
starts knocking on each of them one by one. You need to come in here. I'm in the nude. (laughs) An 18. God damn it. Every floor that they got closer. All right, here comes. Uh, any stealth check. The DC to the stealth check essentially is having three added on. Here comes okay. the perf- here comes the performance check. <laughs> well, then pause the timer because it's Caspian's turn, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, here comes and here comes Caspian's amazing performance check, where it pretends to be someone that just came out of the shower. <laughs> if you can't hide the crime, pretend you're a victim. Yeah, I mean, this is this is literally we are down to whether he passes this or not determines whether this is a catastrophic this is our fate. Uh, <laughs> Caspian holds our fate. No matter fate. what, I have oh, one man. turn and I'm okay with it. It's not in my hands anymore. It wasn't supposed to be like this. It was supposed to be you guys that screw this up. <laughs> You're the one that decided to roll Caspian into the initiative. <laughs> you did this right, to yourself. He's with you. He is an active member of your party. Yeah. <laughs> it just so happened that he, he rolled this position in the initiative order. So now he, you have to deal with the consequences. I don't have to deal with anything, by which I mean I deal with everything. But say, what do you mean? You have to deal with us. <laughs> you have to deal with us. It's the dice that choose. Correct. Here's You're the right. The dice may choose, but inevitably, <laughs> we're the ones that determine whether or not anything and else goes correctly in the future. <laughs> Uh, we get to blame you no matter what it is. That's that's what's important here. No, definitely don't blame me failing like multiple skill checks. <laughs> My nat one definitely didn't contribute to this. <laughs> no. I passed my one skill check. <laughs> Some of us had two, all right. Hey, I'm happy that I only had one because I have a minus four to everything right now, so. Alright. What's Caspian doing? This episode was brought to you by Kumo's Back. Kumo's Back is quite literally the back of a feline. Keep going. I... Technically can't metagame. <laughs> yes. I'm the DM playing this character, but I can't metagame. So Caspian doesn't know what I know. Correct. So, uh, Dak. <laughs> Dak and, and uh, you see, uh, Dak and Nathaniel, you both see Caspian, uh, if you recall earlier how his eyes had been sort of darting around the room, uh, looking at several points, um, you see Caspian is going to run over to uh, a sort of a side wall that like leads right into the, the entryway into the kitchen there. Um, he is going to make a perception check. Uh, no, he's better at investigation. He's going to make an investigation check 
to see if he can find uh any type of uh escape uh like like a uh words are failing me but like an escape route sort of like a fire escape or a way to to have access to the roof yeah come on what are you supposed to do in these buildings if the fire happens die (laughs) in case somebody tries to cast fire on your couch and then sets it on ice you know Um, (laughs) but yeah he is going to make an investigation check to try to see if there is a um any type of like an an escape route or or a or a, a trap door like entryway there is um, one, a painful one, out the window. <laughs> he he hasn't been in this building before. The DC is going to be high. Like it, it has to be high. No. So, uh, believe, I believe, I believe in you. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. I believe. I believe. <laughs> Big dice or little dice? Big. Big. Don't, don't put this on us. <laughs> Big. That we have no way to blame you. This is all you, Dylan. <laughs> this is all you. No, this is all you. We need we need a scapegoat. Okay, he has a plus four to this. Oh, Macy's giving us support. And Merlin's being all cuddly. Believe. Aww. Believe, Macy. Believe. Say hi, say hi to the stream. Say hi. Say hi. Just starts biting you. Aw. Say hi. We're all about to die, Macy. <laughs> so. Right. Oh, shit. Oh. All right. You watch as the guardsman with his short sword knocks on one of the far doors. There's no response. He leans his head against it, listening. Nothing. He moves to the next door, knocks on it again. Listens at the doorway. Nothing happens. Goes to the next door. One door away from the room that you just left. Knock. He hears a dog bark from inside. No. Waits to hear any signs of movement. Nothing. At last, the guardsman reaches Matthias' room. Knocks twice. Listens. Steps back. Looks to the guard that was standing by the window. They meet eyes. And they share a nod. The guardsman at the window rushes over and joins him at the door. With a mighty lift of the leg, the guardsman with the short sword kicks the door wide open. 
and finds a completely empty room. Thirty seconds prior, Dak and Nathaniel watch as Caspian, with incredible speed, rushes over to a flat wall right next to the kitchen, lightly taps on it, feels the wallpaper, finds a groove, traces it, locates an edge with the tips of his fingers, and pulls down, revealing a access panel that opens up with a small ladder that leads seemingly up towards the roof. In a swift motion, he pulls down the panel, runs to the two of you, brings you with him, and ushers both of you up the ladder. Steps in, closes the panel behind him, and the three of you take the ladder up out of sight, just as the door is kicked open by the guardsman. I'll be honest, when you said completely empty room, I thought he's like swept the body out the out the window, patched it up, made everything normal. <laughs> we all like threw ourselves off. We landed on the bat the body. Caspian needed a seventeen to succeed. He got a nineteen. Oh, let's Damn. go. My oh, hero. Caspian. My hero. The guardsmen rush into the empty room, seeing the dead body crumpled upon the piano, but no trace of any of your party having been in there. Except for a lot of snow. What about the, the hallway? The, you know, the hallway? We'll get to that. <laughs> Concerned. <laughs> but as far as direct involvement with the victim in Matthias Caldrew's room, it appears you have succeeded in removing yourself from the crime scene. The SCO challenge is over. Hell yeah. Wow. That was I have so one performance roles coming up in my future, though. We've got the, the full things filled, uh, both sides. So, to recap, Caspian, Nathaniel, and, Yo- and uh, Dak are in the walls, climbing up a ladder to somewhere. They do not know exactly where. Silva is in the hallway with multiple guardsmen. Uh, and Johannes... Uh, it's also there. Yeah, it's we're also in the, there. We're in the pile. While Set has successfully maneuvered their way up to the fourth floor. The guardsmen look around the room. One of them dips into the bedroom, the other investigates the kitchen. Once they are confident that nobody else is in the room at the moment, they come back out to the main room. One of them pulls out a small stone and speaks into it. We're at the room in question. There's a body here. Looks like a murder has been done. 
We need healers, prompto. A moida's been drawn here. It's been a moida. Been a moida. Ooh, fucking Kevin. Oh no, a murder has happened here. Oh no, a moida. I'm so scared. <laughs> I think it was Mister Mustard. I already had a candlestick in the library. <laughs> uh, set. Yes. You are now alone on the fourth floor. Yes. Uh, you see a portly figure, uh, wearing a top hat, hastily throwing on a uh, lavish petticoat. Um. Followed closely behind by a, uh, by a female elf, um, scantily clad in the process of putting on, uh, an overshirt and a robe. Uh, and he says to you, good heavens, boy, what is happening? What's going on? Oh, we need to get out of here now. There's been, I'm sure you heard it. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but we, we need to get out of here. I think the guards are here. They might be able to explain more. Sound like somebody broke into the building. What is happening? What is this? Uh, I heard guards downstairs. I was just about to head down. We should probably go figure out what's going on. Very well. Come along, dear. And he he takes her hand, and the two of them begin running downstairs. Um, with his other hand, he tries to hold his his top hat on. Um, and they sort of run past you down the down the stairway down to the third floor. Um. As they do so, they are met with the third floor, where uh, one of the guardsmen uh, turns and looks at them and says, You two, what are you doing here? Uh, and the man says, We're trying to leave. What, what's happening? What's going on? Uh, and the guardsman says, Right, right, well, uh, let's get you downstairs right away. There's been something bad has happened. We need to get you out of the building immediately. Uh, he he takes turns to me, takes his fedora, tips it. Lady, <laughs> oh, thank heavens, the constable. <laughs> he takes the two of them and begins to usher them downstairs, uh, leaving you, Silva, for the moment, uh, unwatched, uh, on the third floor landing. Me and Johannes, or you and Johannes, all right. So the, the two remaining guardsmen are in Matthias's room now. Okay, yeah. Uh, okay. And the third guardsman has just taken those two downstairs to escort them to safety. Okay, I'll kind of lean to your house and be like, all right. Our best route is to at least follow them towards the second floor. <laughs> suppose there's not much else we can do. Our well, distractions think- failed. No, but if we, essentially, no, essentially, we can leave while being visible, if you know what I mean. Okay. So they will see. We will appear that we are leaving with them, but then be able, to, but do it distant enough. Slip away. To slip away, yes. <sighs> I survive a fall from the second floor. I'm for this plan. 
Um, I'll try not to trip over my own two feet this time. When we get to the second floor, we may make that audible. (laughs) We'll have to see when we get there. (laughs) This is very much a react based on what happens type scenario. On the second floor. (laughs) Because we're currently on the third still. So, question. Uh, When we arrived to this building, how many floors was it that we could see from the outside? Uh, Six or seven. Uh, oh, shit. Okay. All right. Uh, so it's a huge apartment complex. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure whether it was a good decision for me to continue downstairs as well or keep trying to go up. Um, All right. I feel like Johannes, you're gonna. You hopefully, I'm hoping for your rules to do well. Uh, I'm hoping my rules do just slightly better because I'm at a. I, I'm not as. I'm probably. I don't know if you're proficient in stealth. I'm not. I am so I'm hope, proficient I'm, in stealth. I'm, I'm hoping that 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 proficiency bonus will do you good. Luckily, roll went well for me. <laughs> I rolled the <a> dirty twenty. <laughs> after okay. look, after after the seven, I abandoned the digital dice. <laughs> if worse comes to worse, and you do jump out, you can fire. You can princess carry Johannes. And then you can collide you know, down. There's a there's a there's a thought. The problem is my own strength. <laughs> but honest. <laughs> I've been known to like, you know, jump out of two story buildings all the time. I'll luckily he is <laughs> lucky he is also small folk. He like me is small folk, therefore Oh yeah. Luckily is not at least as heavy by default. Yeah. Yes, being a chef can be really intense. You gotta go after those ingredients. Um, so we are no the spice truck. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're classifying these where first floor is the ground floor, correct? First floor is ground floor. Okay. I've been playing too many games that are made by English developers. Like I was gonna say, yeah. Oh this is yeah. This is an English this ground and then one. And I then have two. literally been playing too much RuneScape, and because that is developed in the UK, Impossible. it literally will tell me, "Oh, go to the first floor for this step." And I'm like, "I'm on the first floor. What the fuck? Do you You're mean? on the the <laughs> ground floor, you fool." Ah, uh, okay. Um, I will probably slightly delayed, obviously, from the uh fellow and his friend. Uh have followed like very stealthily uh down behind them just Mm. trying to not get noticed blend in as much as possible okay so you would like me to roll stealth for that go ahead and do stealth uh that is also a dirty 20 for me very good uh yeah, so all of you are managing to sort of inconspicuously and stealthily make your way through the apartment complex now. Um and you said you're you're heading back down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so you're you're kind of make your way back down to the third floor again. Do you want to are you gonna stop at Matthias's room at all or are you just gonna keep going? Nope, I am just okay. peacing out. Yep. Yeah, so you you managed to sneak right by the doorway. You do just manage to catch a glance of the from outside the doorway. You manage to catch a glance of the guardsman, uh, sort of crouched down on a knee, um, 
taking a look now themselves at the body laying on the piano. Um, and you sort of make your way around the corner and start heading down the next flight of stairs, um, heading down to the second floor successfully. He's like, I learned that it, the best position in order to be respectful in any sport is, uh, or in any case, is to put your knee one knee down. And if anything, you can rest your elbow on it. I learned this from the great Lord Tebow. Praise Tebow. I really stretched to get that joke in there. <laughs> God forgives, Tebow doesn't. Okay, so, um... <laughs> Nathaniel and Dak and Caspian, you are making your way up this very small ladder in this really enclosed tight space. You cannot see what's above you right now. Uh, you are just climbing for the sake of climbing. Uh, what a thrill. A minutes, it feels like. We're searching. Uh, Dak, you hear a squeak as a rat runs up the uh, runs up the shaft next to you. Um, runs past, kind of heads heads up towards the top. I nod to the rats and then I keep walking. It nods so. back and continues. Um, <laughs> real recognizes real. Yeah. Uh, after after a couple of minutes, uh, you see Caspian ahead of you. Says, "Oh, thank God, finally!" Um, and reaches what appears to be sort of a another uh, another access panel that he pushes aside like a trap door pushing him to the side and climbing out onto what appears to be another floor. Uh, the two of you follow him, and you find yourselves in this large, almost like a like an attic area. Uh, full floor intact. Uh, these large uh, antique wooden rafters up above you, uh, spaced out every few feet. Um, you see rats' nests that have been made up in the corners of the trusses. Uh, the the paint on the walls is peeling, um, intersected with like bits of like cobblestone, and uh, the room itself is <clears throat> filled with like several like large crates and barrels and uh, a, a stack of chairs nearby, and it, it it's almost like a like a storage space, like an attic area. As um, you'll climb up into it and close the the panel behind you. Um, the room becomes, uh, completely pitch black, uh, until there's a, as, uh, Caspian lights, uh, a little, little piece of tinder, uh, and puts it into a, an old, uh, oil lantern hanging up against the wall, uh, and the room is now once again filled with just a very faint glow. We should be safe here for now. All right. How'd you know all this there? Well, I 
didn't know that this was here exactly, but I do know that most of these residential complexes were built with emergencies in mind. Um, during the war, it was important to have a sort of bunker room, uh, a place where residents could hide out in the event that an invasion occurred. Uh, residents needed to have a place that they could go and hide safely so that enemy soldiers could find them and kidnap them and make them into prisoners of war. Essentially, buildings in Eberron are very similar to every building built in the in the 60s and 70s. We not only need to make sure that they're sturdy buildings, but we also want to ensure that they can potentially survive a bomb. Right, but those buildings usually went down. And also had asbestos, which is the best thing to have. Um, so Dak is silent as he looks around. Anything... Uh, notably interesting in this attic. Make a uh, are you checking anything specific or just kind of looking around the room? Uh, kind of just looking around the room. Make a uh, make a perception check. Then I shall, as you know, I'm great at perception checks. That's an 18 minus one, so 17. I was wondering how you're getting to the 17. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> Explanation <Everything> out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so as mentioned before, you do see a lot of like boxes and barrels sitting around you. Um, off of the on a far wall is actually a uh, a wine cabinet. Uh, and it is it is locked. Uh, but it is a glass. There's a glass facing to it, and you can see inside, uh, coated in dust. Uh, there are several bottles of looks like aged wine uh, stacked up uh, inside of the the cabinet there. Um, there is a very small little writer's desk uh, leaned up against a wall. Um, a few books stacked on it, uh, also coated in dust. A lot of the stuff in this room looks like it hasn't been touched or moved in a while. I make a beeline for the writing desk. Okay. I look at the books. Uh, one of the books is a Elvish dictionary. So it is a uh, common Elvish vernacular and uh, translations. It's a it's a language dictionary for for Elvish. Common to Elvish dictionary. <laughs> Sort of. So, it's something or, like that. Um, it doesn't... For, from looking at it, it doesn't appear to be like a specific sub-race of elf. Um, most people know that the, the different, uh, different variations of elves also tend to have variations in how they speak. Their languages are similar, but there are slight phonetic and cultural differences that occur. Um, but this appears to just be kind of like a generic, almost like a more akin for like a tourist or somebody who is going to be traveling to a lot of places and just needs to know the basics of communicating in a particular language. Backpack. Uh, next book. 
Uh, the next book below it uh, is a, appears to be a romance book. Uh, the, the book, the front of the book has extremely, uh, fancy gold calligraphy, uh, and it reads, Steal Thy Heart with Iron. Uh, it's written by, uh, somebody named Elias Kinski. Uh, and there's a very beautifully, uh, drawn portrait on the front of it of a strapping young guardsman, uh, clothed in, in steel ch uh, chain mail and steel armor, holding up a shield and protecting a, uh, a young woman, uh, who is crouched down below him with one da a dagger in one hand and a treasure map, uh, clenched in the other hand. Uh, both of them sort of looking up at some unknown danger off on the other side of the cover. Look at it, look at the cover, uh, look at the back, put it in the backpack. Next book. Alright, so you're gonna add Steel Thy Heart with Iron to your inventory. Iron? Okay, I wrote that fire. Steel, yeah, Steel Thy, Steel Thy Heart with Iron. Yeah, Iron. It's a, uh, Penguin House publication. <laughs> <laughs> Even in this world, they exist. <laughs> You can't escape. They, them. You can't escape them. They're everywhere. Uh, and you said you wanted to check the last book. Yeah. Uh, the last book. The cover of it is blank. Leather bound. Dusty. Nothing written on the front. I open it up. Uh, it appears to be a ledger or an inventory of sorts uh, for all of the items in the room. Ooh, I start reading that immediately. Okay. Uh, you excitedly begin to sort of thumb through the pages of the inventory, taking a look at the listings. Um... Depending on how you feel about it, that excitement either increases or decreases as you find that it is, in fact, uh, page after page of listings of uh, hemp and rope, spare parchment, uh, chairs, light furniture, uh, various, like, bedcloths, bedpans. Um, and several boxes that are just, like, mold wine, uh, of various qualities and ages. Okay. Uh, Dak is very excited about this, and he will put it in the backpack. Okay. It tells a story. Uh, it, are any shelves in this writing desk? No, this is a flat writing desk. Uh, no right. shelves positioned underneath of it. Um, mm -hmm. and it's just got like the four basic table legs on. Sounds good. Last thing that I would like to do. Uh, I'm gonna go over to the wine cabinet. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, take off my cloak. Press it up against the glass. Grab the hammer I have in my backpack. And then just stack. What are you doing? I turn around at uh I'm assuming this is Caspian talking to me. This is Caspian, yeah. Caspian who has watched you <laughs> run to the, the writing desk, read through the books frantically, and then run over to the wine cabinet. <laughs> What's up, bud? Um I don't believe these belong to anybody. I don't know if I agree with that. I tap with the hammer once. <laughs> well, looking right at Caspian. Are you intending to break it? Just just lightly enough. All right, then you're going to have to make a dex check. A what? You're going to need to make a dexterity check for me to lightly hit this. Lightly. 17. Oh, okay. okay. I've, I've done this with, before. <laughs> with unseen precision, uh, to the surprise of everyone, by which I mean the two people in the room with you, um, you lightly tap with the hammer. Uh, a very small crack forms in the glass, but it does not shatter. Then I just push at it. Just to uh, to get the glass out of the way, and that should keep the rest of the glass from full on shattering. And I'm just holding the cloak in one hand, holding it against the glass, and the other one with the hammer. And I'm looking mm -hmm. at Caspian as I do this. Yeah, uh, you you gently push, and a large panel of the glass sort of falls in, um, but the rest of the glass remains intact. Uh, Caspian at this point just sort of crosses his arms and is like watching you do this. Um as the the glass panel sort of falls in and you can now reach into the wine cabinet. Uh it's still having looking him right his eyes to my eye. I reach and I grab one bottle and I hold it out to him. Thirsty? We have no idea how long we will be here. As I presume that we would like to be here uh, with some modicum of comfort. Dak, we just ran from a crime scene. And your first instinct was to immediately commit another crime? I was under the first... I was under the impression that we were already not on the right side of the law. Now, in his exactly. defense, we didn't actually commit that first crime. That I don't condone his action. But this is his first crime, at least today. Just so we're clear. Two things. At least today. One. Uh, and he walks over, swipes the bottle of wine from you, chugs it, and he then hands the it. bottle back to you. <laughs> oh, he opens it. Okay. <laughs> chugs it, and then hands it back to you. 
And two, we are not going to be here very long. Understood, Prince Akasmin. You still have the sending stone I gave you? Did you? He didn't give it to me. Which one of you did I give it to? Um, don't recall. Caspian starts looking around. Nathaniel, do you have the stone? I don't believe you get that. Hmm. Okay. When in doubt, uh, Caspian's going to quickly wave his hands around, uh, begin speaking into his hand. Uh, meanwhile, Johannes Silva followed eventually closely behind by Set. Uh, the three of you make your way back out to the back down to the ground floor and back out of the building. Uh, and you are met with uh, groups of guardsmen. Uh, multiple carriages, uh, horse-led carriages, have pulled up to the building now. A perimeter is being set around the building. And uh, there, there are guards everywhere. Uh, some of them are interviewing uh, residents, uh, talking to people who witnessed what happened, trying to see what they saw. Others are establishing a perimeter. They are keeping an eye on the building. Um, as you uh -oh. walk out, uh, another guardsman uh, approaches the three of you uh, and says, You three, do you live in this building? Oh. <laughs> Time for that performance check. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm just, he'll kind of roll up. Honestly, I'm going to immediately, I'm going to go with the, I'm going to do a full on performance. We're going to immediately break down, uh, like immediate breakdown, uh, look, you know, going at the cuts and shit on my, like on me and whatnot. Just like, a, just like completely going into just like the, like, oh, I they mean, broke like the trauma. window. Oh, it's the glass. It's all over me. <laughs> <laughs> you were holding uh, it together up until that point. <laughs> make the roll. Go ahead and make that performance roll for me. Hey, I man. believe in you. I took this skill for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I don't know what the DC is going to be, but it's the 17 at least. Oh, damn. <laughs> On my screen. Because uh, I abandoned okay. the digital dice, if you recall, it, it rolled the seven, and I said, "All right, that's it. Now it's over." Uh, seventeen. Though so you begin to just like and set in Johannes, you see this as well as Silva just breaks down uncharacteristically and just starts sobbing and is like weeping, getting out all this about. Uh, I, I mean, if you want to act it out, go for it. Oh yeah, no, I mean, it's just gonna be like the, uh... 
I just want to visit. And then all of this glass rained down upon me. <laughs> Cut me up. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah, my arms and I threw them over that. Then I my legs and I threw them over that. And then my shoes fell off. <laughs> Can't you see that we're traumatized? I know my... The shoes might fell off. That is not part of it. <laughs> my friend here is looking. Is almost dead. Pointing at set. I mean, I still uh, look absolutely right. Awful. I guess yeah. I mean, inherently yeah. You know what? I'll use yeah. that. I'll I'll go look it over and then just be like, I mean, look at him. You see the uh, the guardsman's face uh, originally hardened uh, softens considerably. He goes, oh oh gosh, miss. The three of you are a mess by the sovereign. The three, you should go over to the, to, the, to the clerics. We have clerics set up right over there. They've got a small little tent set up. Uh, they're taking to anybody who's been injured. Uh, you should get yourselves over there and get healed up, all right? And you'll want to stay away from this area, too. We're going to be conducting a full investigation. Oh, oh by the gods, yes, yes. This is for sure. I'll kind of lean on Johannes for support and just kind of roll along with it and start heading yeah. over that direction. Yes, I roll on the person half yes, my size for support. <laughs> Best of luck with your investigation. Yes, may the sovereign be with us. He clutches something uh, around his neck as he makes his way closer into the complex to speak with some of the other guardsmen. As we um, head over towards those clerics, yeah. how how thick like are the guards like in that area like if we start there's heading off of, towards like, them are we able to just slide it off there's a lot of like scenes of them and they're still in the process of setting up the perimeter so they don't have like the entire area like blocked off fully um they're ushering everybody away from the area they're trying to get everybody to clear out of the block um you right. could conceivably sort of work your way into the crowd that's being ushered away all right, y'all. Here we go. Here we go. They Round are two. That's what I'll be doing. Round two, baby, of the stealth checks. Let's do it. Let's yeah, go. Uh, absolutely, trying to do that. Uh, okay. Should we all just roll stealth? I mean, I think I, it's. Uh, I mean, I don't. Uh, I think if I fly you straight either, up in either, the air, I feel like I'll draw attention. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Either all three of you can roll stealth. Yeah. Totally fine if you want to do that. Or you can give advantage to somebody. Hey, I'm going to give advantage to... Uh, I'm going to give you an advantage to Johannes. Okay. I already rolled my stealth. You did? Yeah. What'd you get? Okay. I have no confidence, uh, so I'm just going to... I gonna... got a 22. Oh, let's go. Okay. All right, and then I'll roll with advantage. Yep, go for it. Because I have no confidence. 20. Okay. Uh, yeah, so the three of you sort of put it on this act, which isn't very difficult because you are covered in blood and glass and residue. Uh, <laughs> residue. The three of you... The, of you oh, the worst part was the goo. Over, right? uh, and uh, sure enough, the guards sort of like usher you in with the crowd and, and move you out. Uh, as you are taken further out onto the street, heading straight in the direction of uh, the cow's eye. Uh, 
and you seemingly are, are managed to sort of vacate away from from the scene entirely. Uh, meanwhile, up in the attic of the building, um, Caspian whispers something into his hand and waits for a moment. Uh, you hear him whispering under his breath. Um, as he's whispering, I'm taking three bottles out of the camera and putting it in my backpack. Okay, slide a hand check. It's a seven. I stare at him as I do it. <laughs> I was going to say, was it supposed to be the implication that this was going to be stealth? The Caspi doesn't see you do it because his eyes are closed right now. Yeah. Prolonged eyes. Clinking to the bottles. And also Nathaniel's there. Yep. Uh, and can clearly see what you're doing. Um, yep. After several seconds, several long, tense seconds, there is a snap, and a bean apparates into the room. Oh. Uh, you see, uh... Hello, friends. Crouch down, a, uh... Extremely impressive-looking bow and a quiver of arrows mounted on her back, uh, wearing this, like, very sleek black leather armor... Um, you see a elven-looking woman, uh, long hair, um, slightly pointed features, uh, piercing eyes, uh, stands back up from her crouching position, looks around to you all and says, uh, Caspian, what the hell is going on? What have you gotten yourself into? Uh. Oh, you know. <laughs> Caspian looks to the woman whom you two have seen once before. This is Lady Deirdre. And says, Deirdre, <laughs> I'm so sorry to call you like this, but we need to get the hell out of here now. Um, and she says, I suppose getting the hell out of here is my specialty. And that is where we're going to end tonight's session. I like to think oh, that yes. her saying hey, that was yes. some type of like vindictive or like some type of like drag on him. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You don't know. You don't know. You can feel that. <laughs> also, Caspian is absolutely the kind of person who his colleagues would take any chance they could get <laughs> to get just the slightest dig in on him. I'm glad you're picking up on that aspect of his character. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So next time we meet. We will uh, continue from here, as it appears that our uh, our party members have narrowly escaped uh, being implicated in this horrible act that has occurred. Uh, whether or not they will learn anything else about this uh, act, what has happened, why it has happened, uh, remains to be seen. But it appears that they are safe for the moment. Uh, and we'll see how long that lasts. So uh, thank you all for playing. Thank you all for watching. Uh, and remember, if you live in an apartment building, know where your fire escape is and know your points of exit. Could come in handy. All right. Good night, everyone. I jump out of my balcony. Good night. Same. <laughs> There's a hospital across the street. <laughs> Bye-bye.